My name is Jablani Masilela and welcome to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Now I'm a firm believer that whatever social ills or injustices that you see in your very own nation, country, community, society, be it church, workplace or otherwise, that you ought to be that very change. You ought to be that quintessential example of the very change that you desire to see in your community. Now on this podcast you will learn not only from myself but various guests as well who are being about that change, who are the advocates of that very change they wish to see in their living space. Ladies and gents, welcome to you once again to this week's exciting new episode. We have lined up for you a really interesting and special guest and you'll find out why in just a sec. Now, I don't know about you, but I personally don't know many people or individuals who are a chemist by profession. When I found out about this, it was really enthralling in many ways that you can possibly imagine. So perhaps you know more people who are chemists, who knows, right? But this is the one and only person who I know personally and individually, and fortunately, I have a relationship with. So there you have it. I must say beforehand, I sincerely apologize for the quality of the sound, especially when I speak, but that's the great part, right? When the guest speaks, no interruptions, the quality of the sound is just crisp and clear. So, enjoy. For the sake of doing a bit of an introduction here, uh for the life of me, I've known you for some time and I I think I've known you for what over 10 years now and each time I've I've tried hard to really uh condense and put it into simple terms exactly what it is you do for a living what i do know is is that you do work or have done a lot of work in laboratory from mining companies and you work with minerals and raw materials of one kind or another but if someone were to ask me really what is it that you do for a living I would probably just say okay he works in a laboratory for a mining company so for the sake of educating and people listening in on this call what is it exactly that you do for a living sir yeah no you're correct i basically i'm a i'm a chemist uh, as they call it you know i studied chemistry so my job uh, revolves around that so i went in the lab basically as you said for a mining company and my what we do basically is as uh, you know in the mines as they mine the the minerals that we test we test for 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 the minerals of interest and then basically check how much quantity is there and then as they process the minerals we also test them uh obviously they process the minerals to produce a product so we will test uh during the process and also the final product just to make sure uh it is the it is the right product that is uh, they they want to produce so basically it's quality control to uh, to to check how much uh, mineral content is in the mine 
and then to make sure the process of uh, extracting the mineral is efficient and lastly to check that the final product that the mine produces and sells is up to the right spec. <laughs> yeah, that is, wow, that's um, very, uh, it sounds like a very sophisticated career, if you will, and <laughs> but thank you for that, and I, I, it is my understanding that in your work experience, you've been exposed a lot in training and developing personnel, is that right? Yeah, it's part of my job, yes. That is, a, that is a big part of my job. And also a bit of recruiting as well. You are involved in a bit of recruiting as well. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a lab manager, I basically, uh, in addition to the technical part, I do all the other uh, administrative uh, roles as well, like uh, HR to recruit people, and then uh, also things like uh, <coughs> procurement, procuring uh, mm -hmm. chemicals and so forth, yeah. Okay. So in light of that specifically, what would you say are the best characteristics or traits of a trainee or a new employee, if you will, given your experience and what you've seen? Yeah, I think firstly it's, uh, you know, in my field a person must have uh, a passion for, you know, for, for science and, you know, like just to, to be good in science, you know, physical science and chemistry and math, you know, to like numbers because obviously we work with, uh, it's, it's a scientific environment and then there's numbers, so they must be very comfortable with the uh, numbers and then also to be very uh, inquisitive, you know, because mm -hmm. obviously we, we're doing investigative work. And then also they must be able to pay attention to detail, it's very important, you know. They must be meticulous, you know, people who take pride in what they do, and they must be very observant as well, you know, because obviously when you do testing, looking for changes, you know, we're looking for characteristics and eventually you're reporting and uh, you're going to report on that. So you want basically somebody who's, uh, as I said, very uh, inquisitive, attention to detail, meticulous, you know, they take pride in their work yeah. and, and eventually they must be very, very honest. You know, because uh, <laughs> well, it's okay. almost like it's almost like a bank. You know, uh, whatever we report to the customer, whether is a mining, is a geologist or metallurgist or whoever, they make very big decisions on that. So we need you require people who are very honest in reporting things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's a that's a very important. Um, Interesting you bring there about honesty. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people may think that honesty is a principle or a trait that only applies in certain uh, aspects of life and that 
own or rather apply something when it's convenient. Right? Mm-hmm. But from yeah. but from what you're saying, it sounds like it's something that is definitely needed. And perhaps maybe to elaborate further on that point, um, maybe based on an example perhaps that you you can draw upon on why you believe honesty is such an important component to this. Yeah. No, uh, it's 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 very important because, as I said, firstly is, uh, let's say, for example, a customer or a geologist at the mine, uh, you know, he takes a couple of samples, he wants to make a decision on where to send his resources, you know, to send machinery or where to blast. And then, you know, the results, for example, they believe that there is minerals there and in the lab we find that there's actually nothing and sometimes there's a lot of pressure. That's the other thing. We work under pressure, you know. So the mining person is under pressure to make sure that they produce and they bring the sample to the lab. And sometimes you have to be honest enough to tell them that uh, even though the result is not what they expected, you must not succumb to the pressure and just tell them what they would like to hear so that you can be popular, but you must be honest and, you know, firm enough to tell them, like, sorry, unfortunately, this is the reality. What you're expecting is not there. And that's where I think honesty comes in, you know, especially in addition uh, for the fact that, as I said, we work under pressure. Sometimes, you know, when people work under pressure, uh, they they sometimes can put pressure on the person who works in the lab and end up uh, kind of uh, uh, trying to 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 to, to influence the lab to, mm-hmm. to to report a certain type of results, even though they are not correct. So that, that, I think that's an example I, I can give you because of and and also remember these things are of very high value. So a lot of money will be uh, invested on on the result. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So one needs to to be very very honest and be firm. So it's not only honesty, honesty plus firmness and be able to take criticism. Sometimes you have to, in our field, we have to defend your results because one person can tell you, the customer, I am sure that there is uh, minerals in this area. We've mined it before, you know, and they can show you all their uh, proof. But uh, if in the lab, the scientific process shows that there is nothing, you must tell them there is nothing. Okay. Hmm. You know, that's very interesting to me. And I think if I were to boil down uh, that what you just described to just one word, I would say integrity. Integrity mm-hmm. there, it, it, it is everything. So that's not misrepresenting or trying to speak highly of yourself or to be highly used by others or the superior in any way, but to just tell things for what they are and as they really are. And, yeah. Yeah, so, so thanks. 
Thank you. Yeah, I think you I think integ yeah. integrity definitely is a better it's a better explanation. Yeah. No. So um, so another question I have for you is basically given what's happening currently in the country, we you know in South Africa right now we have just um, a list of the restrictions on the national lockdown as far as national lockdown is concerned and there's a lot of uncertainty that is going around and a lot of international officials have spoken at length about uh, how this should be held meaning the, the, the current situation, the current economic crisis that we have and to my to my understanding this is not only just a pandemic a disease but it also very much is an economic crisis would you agree with that yes yes definitely yeah and so building on 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 that i'd like to find out from you like what is the single most important piece of advice you can give you know to our virtual audience especially during these uncertain times, you know, with this current situation, what is the most important advice that you would give at this stage? Yeah, you mean on a personal level, not uh, necessarily career-wise? Both aspects, because I think they are both equally important. Yeah. I, th I think on a personal level, uh, the most important thing, you know, uh, uh, is to for one to to stay focused and to probably uh, obviously things are gonna change and we we don't know the extent of change but uh, I don't think it's time to panic if you have long-term goals you stick to them and then the important thing now for the medium term is one to stay focused on you know the basics you know do the basics you know for example from a financial point of view to uh, I mean a blessing also of this lockdown is you know people are not spending as much as they used to so I would say one needs to on from a financial point of view to to, to save obviously because mm -hmm. uh, you know, you might not or you might be affected, you know, so obviously save for rainy days, uh, but uh, don't panic. And then if you have uh, plans, you know, whether it's career, you're looking for a job, don't lose hope. I mean, with every challenge, the new opportunities come. So one really needs to pay attention and then prepare them for when things start t uh, going up. Uh, because, I mean, definitely, out of every crisis, you know, uh, opportunities arise. So the worst thing that one, a person can do is to become so discouraged that they don't even recognize opportunities, you know. Okay. And then also, one needs to be flexible. I think that's the key, uh, one thing that is important. You know, things change and you, uh, your interest might change, you know. It might have been, uh, like, for example, you know, the way people work, for example, you know, most of the work is manual. You go to work 
with this pandemic, I think things like working from home and uh, and things like that might become the norm in the future. So that also creates <laughs> business opportunities for some people, you know. Uh, so one needs to be flexible to 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 to, to adapt, you know. And uh, I mean, having said that, it means one always has to be have a have a desire for learning, always acquire new skills, new interests, so that you can adapt as things change. I I agree. You know that I said it any better because you you touched on very important points there. That focus, you know, that focus is definitely something that's needed. Don't lose sight of what you want and what you are gunning for. And also the financial aspect of things, you know, to be prudent in and how you save and how you use your money and what you choose to invest in and what you choose not to invest in. And, yeah, that's, um, that's sound advice. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. It's a pleasure. So, well, with that being said, uh, we're going to have to let you go. And I want to thank you once again for affording me this opportunity to be able to give back to society. And I think a lot of the times we think of giving back to society as something that is noticeable in terms of you know, maybe money eyes, but I think what we're doing here, you having ordered us or to interview or converse with you, it's in, in my eyes, it's part of giving back to society, educating, most importantly, to educate uh, people in what they can do and what, what outlook they should have life and in their various endeavors as well no th thank you thank you for for for, for the opportunity and i think lastly uh, on that last point that you mentioned now before i let you go you, i think talking about how basic businesses are going to actually be forced to have a different outlook and perspective as to how they approach their business and how they can better prepare themselves for rainy days or in the worst or crisis, can they better prepare themselves or cushion themselves to not fall as hard? Or, or would you agree with that? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I think what, one thing that has been shocking for me personally is, I know the lockdown was tough, but, uh, you know, like if you talk to any financial advisor, they will tell you that you need to have three months to six months uh, a reserve, you know, for a rainy day. But what shocked me is that the very same companies couldn't survive even for two months. One uh, couple of weeks of lockdown, they're already talking about retrenching and making losses. So it also, uh, it was like you're saying, it was a wake-up call for even businesses and for people to actually, for a change, 
to be genuine and really say things that they mean uh, you know things that they uh, you know they 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 you know they, they practice. Pra practice what they preach exactly and uh, i think that's one of the things that i i that was exposed you know uh, in general <laughs> that uh, i think it shows that uh, not all of us uh, and even businesses you know the way they run or or maybe i mean obviously businesses have their own investors and shareholders but uh, i think it, it showed that the type of uh, owners and shareholders that we have in our businesses and also element of humanity i mean in in these things we've also seen some other businesses stepping up instead of uh, leading poverty and threatening to retrench. We've seen others stepping up and uh, giving food parcels to communities, you know, giving back uh, in this time of need, which I think was uh, commendable for some businesses. And I think we need more businesses like that, that are like that, you know, rather than ones that uh, as soon as things go bad, you know, the... They have a sort of like a predatory approach. They want to uh, get rid of em em employees instead of uh, trying to work with employees or help them. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, that's a very interesting perspective. And I think what you highlighted there to me, you basically sucked a thought here that that basically this situation, as much as it's difficult and challenging, has somewhat new opportunity and exploited those that were not practicing what they preach like you like you mentioned, and also to create new opportunities as well to kind of press the reset button and mm -hmm stop and reflect and look at the way I've been doing things. Has, is this right? Or what are the things that actually matter most in my life? What are the things that I should cut out? Or the new things that I adopt? Maybe a new skill, like you mentioned, to learn a new skill and ability, you know. So, now that's uh, that's it. But anyway, Mr. Maleta, thanks so much for your time once again. And you have yourself a wonderful evening, and you take care of yourself and, and stay safe. Okay, no, thanks, thanks. Have a good evening as well. That's my regards. I'm Jablan Masilela, and you've been listening to Be the Change with Jabu podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate this podcast, and also to leave us a review and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at jabu underscore coach and on Facebook at Jablani C. Masilela. Thank you for listening.